Welcome to my podcast, She Builds Me Up. I'm your host, Grace Fisher. She builds me up. She's my neighbor, my friend, my sister, my mentor, and my inspiration. She's the everyday woman that surrounds me all of the time. We laugh together, we cry together, and we love together. I value her because of the amazing gifts she shares with me. Come and join my tribe and let's build something amazing together. Hello, everyone. I am a little behind on doing my episodes, but just with the spring, I've had a lot going on. And so I have my friend Chelsea here. Chelsea, do you want to say hello? Hello. Um, Chelsea, I know her. Well, we met because our kids were in preschool together, what, like three years ago? Oh, so. Which is like, <laughs> which is just crazy. Um, and then we just kind of follow each other on Instagram and like, we were going to do this awesome event that we were just talking about back in last April that COVID ruined. So <laughs> now here we are. And now here we are. So, um, I, to give a little information about Chelsea is I reached out to her because I wanted to talk about um, going outside with your kids and like you've been a big inspiration for me probably for longer than you think you have been just because you're you're really good at getting your kids outside and like adventuring with them and so this year I've taken on the a thousand hours outside challenge that I've learned about through you and some other people and it's just been like this life-changing experience for our family. And so I was like, who can I talk to about this? Like, I need someone to talk about this with in my podcast. And you came to mind immediately because like, this is kind of your thing. And then you're like, oh, and I have like a degree in play therapy. And I was just like, this is just too perfect. It's just too perfect. So oh my God, I'm really so excited funny. to talk to you today that's about so this. That's so funny because now this year I'm like, okay, what's Grace up to? Where's she going? <laughs> Where else can we go? <laughs> Which is just, which, you know, that's a good friendship, though, is that you inspire mm, each other. True. So anyway, um, so that's kind of like what we're going to be talking about today is play therapy, outside stuff with kids and that kind of whole thing. And so first I wanted to kind of aid introduce yourself. Tell us about you, your family and just kind of your background and all of that. Sure. So my name's Chelsea. I have three kids. They are almost seven, five and three. Um, I have a degree in, well, I have my master's in counseling and family therapy, and then I'm trained in play therapy. So back in the day, I was a child life specialist in the PICU whenever I was the perfect parent before I had kids. Oh, of course. You know, <laughs> yes, I had yes. all the like textbook knowledge oh, and all yeah, the things yeah. that I would never do, which mm-hmm. I said out loud and now I regret. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I had my babies, and it was never a plan to stay at home. Never a plan. Mm-hmm. And I, through a bunch of things, mm-hmm. ended up staying at home and love it. So okay. I've been a stay-at-home mom ever since. Um, I actually started as a stay-at-home pregnant lady. Oh, really? And, okay. Yeah, I wanted to get a job, but waddled into a few interviews. Super pregnant. Oh, and not yeah. the most reliable candidate. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, I got to be a stay-at-home mom, and now I love it. Okay, and you homeschool of your kids. I do. I homeschool. Yeah. And that was also never part of the plan. Yeah. But we love it. We're loving it. And that's you're super inspiring to me on that account, and we'll have to talk about that later off air. But um, So what I'm wondering, though, is, like, why did you choose to do this, like, therapy and play therapy and all that if you didn't even have kids yet? Like, what made you decide to go that route? 
honestly, I had a degree. I got my bachelor's in psychology and mm-hmm. realized there's absolutely nothing you can do with a bachelor's in psychology. <laughs> and I was like, yes. well, shoot, I'm about to graduate. I should have a job to uh-huh. go into. Mm. Um, and I learned about child life and okay. what that looks like. So it's basically an advocate for the patients and families in the hospital, kind of the middle person between the medical staff and the families. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I okay. loved it so much. Um, and I was doing a lot of trauma and bereavement, which is a very, um, it's a very powerful place to be in for a family to invite you into that. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm glad I didn't have kids because I don't think I could have been Mm -hmm. very helpful if I did have kids. Um, but from there I learned about play therapy and counseling and just all the, I loved working in bereavement because there is just it's um yeah that's that feels like a whole other life but I yeah i loved I it you. at the time so just for sake of saying it what exactly is play therapy sure so as adults we go and do talk therapy where mm-hmm. we sit and kind of like talk and process and mm-hmm. for kids that is just not possible they mm-hmm. are not mature enough they don't have the vocabulary And so play therapy is a modality of allowing them to use what comes natural to them, which is play. And it's very powerful to just watch them kind of unpack things that they've been through. Um, Mm -hmm. There's many different things, just even talking while playing a board game, um, playing in the sand, Hmm. playing with miniatures, playing with puppets, all the things just helps them process what they've been through. And so they just kind of talk about it as they play? Is sometimes, that what happens? Sometimes you just kind of watch them and see what's coming up oh, and how they're playing with the toys, what mm-hmm. they're including. Um, you know, I, during my um, during my training, I was watching a little girl who had been through some really traumatic stuff, and she would constantly pull out the whole family of miniatures for mm-hmm. the dollhouse, but mm-hmm. only play with two. And so everyone was there, but there was only two really interacting. And so it just, you know, noticing things and saying, oh, I noticed you have, you know, so-and-so mm. again. And can you tell me about that? Or Interesting. Yeah. That yeah. sounds really cool. Um, so fast forward, do you have children? And I want you to tell the story that you sent me about your son destroying oh, man. your girl's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so Matthew was born and... My older girls are very typical girls. They like Mm -hmm. to play. They like to set things up, you know, Legos and dolls and kitchen. And Matthew came in like a hurricane. As soon as he could crawl, he was coming to destroy the things. (laughs) And it was a lot of fighting. I'm a big believer in parenting that if it's working for you, keep doing it. And Mm -hmm. if it's not working for you, if it's not working for you, find a new way. Yeah. And so I was honestly just getting tired of the kids screaming. He's doing it again. He's ruining our things. And they were so frustrated. And then also I saw them kind of limiting their play because they didn't want him to. They knew he was ultimately going to destroy it. Yeah. So a friend of mine um, let me borrow her. She had this like huge gate that Uh basically it's one of the like circle gates you can make to put a kid in. Yeah. But I like basically separated our living room 
And so half the side was their toys. I Mm -hmm. went in and boxed up probably three quarters of their toys and what was left could fit in there. Mm -hmm. And so he couldn't get in there and Mm -hmm. the girls could be in there to play peacefully. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Mm -hmm. he would, you know, scream at the gate (laughs) trying to get in. Yeah, yeah. But they were just happy that they could play. And there was no toys in there. There was, like I said, I boxed up at least three quarters of the things and Mm -hmm. it was like the biggest shift that we have ever seen in Mm -hmm. our kids' lives. Um, Mm -hmm. So the girls were playing so nicely. Mm -hmm. They were playing more intentionally. There was less fighting. And it was very intriguing to just see it kind of like, what's happening here? Yeah. So I'm just trying to imagine, and you should... (laughs) Our toy room, I'm looking at it right now, is just a disaster. And so, like, I, I love this idea of, like, getting rid of three quarters of our toys. But, like, how do you decide which ones to keep? Because every time I go to do it, I just I just can't do it. It's, so, at the time, my intention was not to get rid of anything. Oh, my interesting. My intention was we, we didn't have the space. Okay. So, okay. what we did have space, I said to the girls, like, Let's pick one thing that you want to play. And at the time, it was our kitchen. So we kept the kitchen. We kept, you know, the toy or the food, that Mm, sort of thing. mm -hmm. And everything else went into a box. Um, And my plan was, you know, this gate won't be here forever. This is such a short-term thing. Um, Let's, you know, just put it in the basement for the time being. Um, But then they didn't ask for a lot of those toys back. Mm -hmm. And still... There's a box down there. There's a few things that they have asked. And then I also um, rearrange things. And I think mm. we're going to talk about rotating toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the things they didn't ask for. Interesting. And, yeah. And so how did you, like, incorporate your son into all of this? Like, was he just kind of like the outcast over there? <laughs> Well, I played with him a lot more intentionally. Oh, okay, okay. Because he couldn't be included. Mm -hmm. And so we were doing more things developmentally but that were appropriate for him. But also I was finding, like, I have a little bench um, that has some bins that we pull out. So I would put a couple of his toys and books in there Mm -hmm. and things that he could get to and things that he could pull out and that were safe for him and that no one was going to scream if he pulled them down or destroyed gotcha okay okay that makes sense because i'm sitting there like "Mm, how do i do that then again i only have two kids that makes a little challenging but so you you kind of touched on this already but this idea of toy rotating which i keep saying to my husband that i want to do it but like just the idea of doing it is overwhelming to me and so what does that even look like for you so for us, I found some bins. I got mm. bins. There's so many different things. Ikea has one. Um, I think there's one that like, I don't know, you can usually find them on Marketplace even. Mm. But they're small Tupperware bins that stack usually. Mm. And so each item, each toy, whether it's like the magnetiles have their own bin. The blocks have their own bin. Mm-hmm. The Barbies all have their own bin. The doll stuff has, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I spent, my husband actually took the kids for the day. Mm-hmm. And I pulled out every single toy in our house. Everything oh, that wow. I could find. And okay. I made a pile. And anything that was broken or didn't work properly mm. or had missing pieces got thrown out. Smart, yeah. And then anything that made me crazy 
that the kids were not super attached to. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. I'm not going to, you know, pull out their favorite toy even. But yeah, yeah, if yeah. it made me crazy and they weren't super attached to it, there was a donation pile. Yeah. And then everything else I just separated into these bins. Interesting. So we have the bins in our guest bedroom. Mm-hmm. I know people who do it in the basement or wherever. For me, it's easiest to kind of have it within reach. Yeah, yeah. And everything, all the like toys stay together. And mm-hmm. I pull out something and they play with it for sometimes a couple of days, sometimes a couple of weeks until I notice that they're not playing as intentionally or they kind of mm. have moved on from there. Okay. And then I'll pull something else out. Interesting. So how many bins do you have out at a time? Just one? No. So right now... We have our dollhouse out, and they have chose. So, with our dollhouse, we have some miniatures, mm-hmm. and then we also have some Barbies, mm-hmm. and we also have regular dolls, but yeah. they're all separated. Yeah. Um, because they like to play with them in different ways. So, they have the girls have chosen to have right now their dolls out. They've been playing with their dolls actually for a couple months, right? For oh, now. Wow. I'm, yeah. It, and it's always surprising to me what lasts and mm-hmm. what they only need a day or two with and mm-hmm. then they move on um so we have all that out and we have our kitchen and all the food out okay and matthew has the wooden blocks mm-hmm. and a bin of cars and like trucks and stuff okay so last the last rotation we had i don't even remember what we had for the girls but for matthew we had the train tracks mm-hmm. and I think, I'm not sure what else, but so we just move it around. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm just trying to imagine my kids in this situation. (laughs) If you, you notice that they're like in not intentionally playing with the dolls anymore. So then do you all together go to the toy rotating room and you say, okay, what's next? Or do you just as a mom go and (laughs) like, like, what does that look like? (laughs) So sometimes they'll specifically ask me and be like, oh, mom, I really want to play with whatever. And mm-hmm. so I just get it. Okay. You know. Okay. Other times if I notice that they are needing to mix it up or mm-hmm. what we have is not keeping their attention, mm-hmm. I will, they have come up with this on their own. They ask me to make a surprise for them. Mm. And so usually I rotate our books out too. So usually yeah. I'll pull out seasonal books and I'll say, I'm going to make a surprise for you guys stay in your bedroom and they'll read books, and they get so excited, oh. and I clean up a little bit where their toys are, because our toys are just in our living room. We don't yeah, have a specific yeah. toy room okay. in our little house, so yeah. they'll stay there. I will clean, you know, organize, because I also don't expect them to put every single thing in the bin that it belongs in. It's right. less, and so if some of the kitchen stuff is in with the doll clothes mm. i'm just happy that you put it away yeah so i'll go through it takes like 10 minutes now because i have a pretty good System. i have things moved around yeah and then i will set up a new surprise for them whatever you know and like i said sometimes it lasts you know a week or two and sometimes a couple months but they're always so excited whenever they come yeah. out and now yeah. there's like new toys that they haven't seen for a little while and i'm loving this idea like i I need this episode, trust me. So, okay, so I'm sitting here thinking, um, now, I like, just for our listeners, like, can you give specific examples of, like, what does it look like? Because you're, you're saying, like, that you're noticing their loss of interest. Like, what does that look like? So, for my kids, when they're engaged with play, they need me a lot less. Mm-hmm. So, there's less fighting. 
their play is more intentional. They're being more um, creative, using their imagination. And sometimes for kids who are used to being led by a parent, that's Mm -hmm. very hard. So some kids need that parent to be sitting right there for them to play. Mm -hmm. And we started with a timer and just said, 10 minutes, mommy has some things to do, you guys play, I'm not Mm going to be a part of this right now. And they found something to do. And then when the timer went off, I came back and sat down and was like, here we are, like, what do you guys want to do? Or sometimes the timer went off and they weren't like, oh, mommy, it's time. It's time for you to come back now. Um, And so now it's very, very rare that they will actually even invite me to come into their play. Interesting. Because they have it all set up. Like, they have their thing that they do. And even individually, um, it's very rare for them to Mm -hmm. ask me to join in with them to play. Mm -hmm. Um, But whenever they start to be like, I'm bored, or like, there's nothing for me to do, then I'm recognizing that we probably need to mix some things up. Mix some things up. Yeah. Okay. So... It sounds like, and this is kind of a side note, just because I know you homeschool and I don't, but is is your playtime like a structured, like, from this time to this time every day, you guys got to go play, or is it like more of a flow, or like, what is it? It's more, is it more structured? It's more of like, a, from this time to this time, we homeschool, mm-hmm. and the rest of the day is basically, you guys do what you want, mm-hmm. because... They kind of lead me if they're getting antsy inside and I can recognize like it's time to go outside or Mm -hmm. if we, we spend most of our time outside, but in the morning we usually, um, will eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. They will play independently for a little while. Mm -hmm. I'll get a couple things done. We do school for us right now because I have, um, a first grader and a preschooler, it's about an hour yeah. that we're actually doing school, like sitting down mm-hmm. to do school. Mm-hmm. We also try to be very intentional about school is everywhere that we go. Yes. Um, but we do have like some workbooks and some unit studies mm-hmm. that we're working through. And so that's about an hour. And then it's either depending on what the rest of our day like looks like, we're going outside or they're mm-hmm. going back to play. Sometimes they'll say, like, oh, we're not done with this. Can we, like, we're going to play this. And they're not ready to go outside. Um, okay. And so we, do, I just kind of try and follow their lead. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's wise because I feel like a lot of times as parents, we have this idea in our head of what the day is supposed to look like. And that just causes a lot of frustration because at least the age, we have similar age kids. Like, they never do what you want them to do. No. So just lean into their never. schedule and you're just so much happier. I know. <laughs> like... I am so... Actually, I learned from a mom at the playground once. She said... We were talking and she was getting her stuff ready to go. And she was like, okay, guys, come on. And none of her kids came. And I was like... You know, me thinking, your kids aren't listening to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not being, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I was being a little judgmental. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. no one's listening. And she put all of her stuff down and sat down and we continued our conversation. And she said, um, she made a comment to me about how she was ready to go, but clearly her kids weren't. And I was so intrigued by this because growing up, I had always been like, you know, you mm-hmm. listen to your parents. And so I was kind of like, wait. Tell me a little bit more about this. And she said, if I can, if it's not really necessary and it's just because I want to go home, 
Mm. I try to let them lead. And if they're not ready, it's because and no one's fighting. They don't need anything. Yeah. It wasn't quite lunchtime. No one needed a nap. All these other things. She's like, I just was bored and wanted to go home. But mm. they weren't ready to. And if I can, I can be like, you know what, guys? You can play a little bit longer. That's fine. Yeah. And it was just yeah. like an epiphany to me. And yeah. I was like, wait, what? That's how I want to be. Like, I'm yeah. going to do that yeah. more often if I can. So, yeah. I like that. That kind of goes along with... um my how i try to be i'm not perfect at it but like what i try to do is like if i can say yes i want to say yes yes i love because i know like especially toddler moms it's like no no especially my daughter oh my god she's not she's your matthew just destructo everything but as i've realized that like can i say yes more like it's been very empowering even though it seems like you're giving your power to them but really you're not i don't know how that works but it just does like Yo, you want to stay at the park longer? Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the example I'm thinking of the other day is, like, we'd, we'd been outside all day. We'd gone to multiple friends' houses because my husband was working on, like, a Saturday. So we, like, spent all these hours at one friend's house because her husband was also working. Then we went to another friend's house because, like, I like to keep myself busy. That's just what I like to do. <laughs> so then we get home and, like, White Nights over here, it's a, it's a local nursery, was having their, like, fireworks. I don't... Oh, fun. Yeah. And so they're like, Mom, can we go see the fireworks? And it's, like nine o'clock at night and i just was like yeah let's do it even though their bedtime was an hour ago but and now we have that fun memory you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's like it's fine if they stay up late one night or i don't know yeah i also I like to have my kids in bed too so true you know. i mean but yes yes to bedtime but also i think when we say yes more often mm-hmm. our no's are more meaningful to them that's because true they're like oh okay mm-hmm. this is a no she's not going to change her mind Mm-hmm. You know, because so often we can say yes. It's true. Well, and I've, this is maybe not the right way to do it, but sometimes my son will be like, you always say no. I'm like, what about this? And this? And this? And this? <laughs> Here, all the time. And, what's, I and yes. what's funny though is he'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right, mom. Like, then again, my son is, and he's just an old soul. But oh, like, oh. it was very like, because I was like, hey, remember how we went to the fireworks? I said yes to that. I said yes to this. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. And like then he was like totally compliant. Yeah. And I was like, sure. that was good of me to yeah. do that. <laughs> a little pat on the back Just there. my best <laughs> on the back on that one. My daughter would not be that reasonable. But anyway. Um, so we're kind of like naturally leading into this. But just so you're realizing your kids need less to play and have more of an imagination. So that leads you to like getting outside more. And so, like, talk to me about that, like, realization of, like, because you are so good at getting your kids outside. So, like, the thousand-hour challenge, like, just talk to me about your experience with getting your kids outside. I actually am super competitive. Mm. So, that thousand-hour challenge, I was like, I'm doing that. Yeah. We're doing that. When did you start doing it? I did it last year for my first year. Oh, last year was your first year. Okay, okay. So, we... It's so it's so funny to me because I was not an outdoor person at mm-hmm. all. Oh, when, yeah. Like in college, even like newly married, I would go and happily sit on the beach. And that was <laughs> yes. the extent. Like, yes. I, you please do not. Like hiking doesn't oh, sound good to yes. me. And I don't mm-hmm. understand you with mm-hmm. your hiking boots. And nope. now nope. I'm like Googling what are the best hiking boots yeah. for moms carrying toddlers. <laughs> yes, yes. So... I think that's me this year by yes the way. <laughs> yes you're like what shoes do I need to play in the creek mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's it is amazing to me how 
we are supposed to be teaching our kids, but honestly, if you let them, they are teaching you mm-hmm. so much more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just was someone that I follow on Instagram said when you take away the walls, there's nothing for the kids to bounce off of. You know that saying like kids mm. are gonna bounce or yeah. you know, my kids are yeah. bouncing off the walls. When you take away the walls, there's nothing to bounce off of, and. So we started to be more intentional about getting outside and I was learning about all the benefits of just having that sunlight before noon. There's Mm -hmm. something just like so powerful for our bodies and getting that vitamin D Mm -hmm. and being very intentional about that. And then Mm -hmm. as I started, there was less fighting. There was, you know, they didn't need anything. Mm -hmm. They didn't need any Mm -hmm. toys to be brought along. We do need snacks. We do have an excessive amount of snacks that come with us outside. Water bottles, backpack full of snacks. Um, But there's no toys. They're playing with mud and sticks. There's no Mm -hmm. fighting. And then also they're eating really good Mm -hmm. and they're sleeping Mm -hmm. really good. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure what I ever thought parenting was going to be like but as a parent that's what you want oh yeah. no fighting eating good and sleeping yeah yeah so i embraced it and then the thousand hour challenge popped up somewhere so i saw it oh, somewhere. so you were already kind of doing that before the we thousand were being hours. outside okay yes okay but the challenge was like okay we are doing this mm-hmm. we are keeping track mm-hmm. let's see how many hours do we actually mm-hmm. spend outside um and it actually started our journey of being like where else can we explore? What mm, is around yes, us? Where can we drive yes. to? And finding places that we love that are close by and yeah. places that we can visit on the weekends and mm-hmm, all the things. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah. yes. Your story is very almost exactly mine. Is like my I'm a year behind you. So last year when COVID hit, and I'm I'm a on the go person. Like I wake up in the morning, I have got plans. Like I'm like we're gonna go to Bloom Bounce. We're going to go to the McDonald's play place. Like, I just like, I like to have my kids doing stuff. And so then COVID hits and it's like, everything is closed and you can't see anybody and you have to wear masks when you do and you have to be six feet apart and you know, and like, I just, my mental health took a huge hit as we all, I'm sure all of us had the same issue. And I just felt like the only thing that I can do now is go outside. And so we just started going, we started hiking. My daughter had just turned three when COVID hit. And so I just, like me and my husband, we were very intentional about like, we are going to build up her endurance so that we don't have to carry her. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. she, I don't want to carry her. <laughs> Especially since he works a lot, as you know. And so I was kind of like, I need to figure out a way to go hiking with her. Cause like, I can't, I was not in physical good shape either at the time i'm still not really but i'm in better shape now and like i just the i can't i just couldn't physically go on a hike and carry this crazy toddler i just couldn't do it and so anyway long story short we just started going outside more and like i started posting about it more and like i just noticed this shift in like my my mental health it wasn't even about my kids it was me and then you know we went camping more and like just my relationship with my husband improved my relationship with my kids improved and then what's funny is like i'm very very into new year's resolutions oh yeah and like my birthday is in december and so i always like are on my birthday start thinking like okay what am i gonna do my new year's resolutions and so the thousand hours outside challenge was not on my 
radar at all until January, like, 3rd or something. Okay. And, like, all of a sudden, like, five of my friends all at once were like, we're doing this challenge. I'm like, what is this challenge? Why have I never heard of this? And so, some, and then something inside of me just said, you need to do this. It was the weirdest, like, coolest, like, experience. And so I just, like, hopped on board. And, like, it's been this, like, crazy awesome experience of like just going outside and like what you said about less fighting better sleeping better eating i even wrote down a list here i'm just like just like better oh you talked about this too in your email you sent me like conversations that you have with your children are just like so much better and just they ask me questions i don't have to entertain them because dirt entertains it's them true you know it's so true dirt and, it's and just, water yeah dirt and water <laughs> You were good for a couple hours. It's true. It's I know. true. I know. And, you know, snow, which oh, yeah. I hate snow. I hate it. Like, when it snows, like, I'm that person that's like, oh, I'm good for, like, one snow day to drink hot chocolate inside and, like, look at it from the inside. Like, I've never owned snow pants in my entire life, ever. This and year I, you have I, snow this year, <laughs> this year I have snow pants. I have hiking boots. I've never I owned know. hiking boots. I know. It's just really funny that, like, we're, like, I was the similar as you. I was never an outside person, ever. I hated being outside. It was either too hot yep. or too cold yeah. or, like, you know, raining know. or, you know. Yeah, there was always an excuse. Yes, yes. And I love the idea of, um... You know, there's no bad weather, just bad yes, clothes. Yes. Jeez, like, there's no excuses anymore. There's really yes. not. And I'd heard people say that to me before, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, there's sure. a whole book on it, but whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> not for me. But that's not for me. Yeah. But then this, the the relationships in our family have just been so drastically different that it's just been life-changing it's so So, amazing to me yeah it really is so like how do you feel like it's affected your family because you're on year two of this now yeah are you counting your hours this year too we are oh good i wish i actually thought i should look before we came here i can't even i don't even remember we're over 250 maybe oh good so we're probably around even yeah yeah but i it's now it's not even like a there's no effort really Mm -hmm. it's just like the expectation is we'll be Mm -hmm. outside Mm -hmm. and even whenever it's raining my kids are like oh we have raincoats can we go walk in the rain yes and just this idea of like their expectation is at some point today we're going to be outside Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i love it so much they're they notice things they're very observant and bringing it to my awareness and things that we're like oh let's let's look into this more when we get home Mm -hmm. and i can say Mm -hmm. you know i actually don't know that much about whatever it is let's look into it more and it's like we're learning together yes yes and the other thing i've noticed is that my kids at home um i have two that are very like they want to cuddle they want to be close to me no mm-hmm. matter when. Mm-hmm. But I, my oldest, actually, is whenever we're outside, just the two of us, or even with the siblings, where she's more likely to, like, want to hold my hand Aww. or walk with me. And the conversations that start when you're walking side by side mm-hmm. are much different than when you're in your living room, sitting on the couch, it's or so staring true. each other in the eyes. And I think as she gets older, mm-hmm. how powerful will that be that we already yes. have this base of hopefully this foundation that we can just grow from Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i would love that if my kids are like i really need to talk to you let's go for a walk 
Yeah. I would love that if that was their yes. expectation that like we have good conversations when we're outside and yes. you know, nothing's off limits. If you want to talk about something that they just feel that freedom whenever they're outside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to start those conversations. And I love that you use the word freedom because I feel like that's exactly what this has been is just this freedom of like having this easier relationship with my kids and like yes it takes more initial effort like you know getting everyone in snow gear is the worst and yes. especially when we were trying to get ours it was like we were doing it multiple times a day right. i just was like this right. is the worst <laughs> but now it's just like it it spending an hour outside now is just like nothing to us it's like it's just like oh we just go outside i'm like oh man an hour is already I passed i know where it used to be like i know i guess to be fair it was cold in the beginning and it now was it's so cold and we had a hard winter oh more than usual so i think that it's that true. played a role too february almost cracked it was i just was like if it snows one more freaking time a lot i'm just gonna be done so <laughs> i know i don't actually stress because i think the first hundred hours are tricky and the last hundred hours are tricky. But That's, the in between, yeah. like it's very common for us to spend, you know, four to eight hours outside yes. right now. And this yes. is our favorite time. So we're like mm-hmm. it's not difficult at all to come yeah. up with those hours now. Well, and what's really interesting to me, this is kind of a side note, but not really, is when I first decided to do this, I was like telling everybody about it. I still am telling everybody about it because it's just been so great. But like I'm just like <laughs> I'm like, in my mind, I was like, this is just something that me and my kids are going to do because no one's going to want to go outside with me in the dead of winter. Because, like, with COVID, we're trying to talk about, you don't know where people are at with masking and, like, being inside and, like, all this stuff. And so I was just like, well, I'll be outside. And so I was just surprised at how many people reached out to me and was like, hey, can you invite me next time you go on a snowy walk? And I'm like, really? Like, you want to come outside in the snow? Like, okay. Like, yeah. And it's actually been kind of a cool, like, community friendship building thing, like, both with other kids for my kids and with other adults, moms for me, because it's just, like, these are people that are willing to go, like, trudge in a foot of snow with me. Like, you know what I mean? That's true. When I was fully expecting to do it by myself, and I'm fine to do it by myself, but, like, it's It's been cool. It's just, like, an added bonus. An added bonus. I love, too, that people are like, hey, where was that? That yes. looks fun. Yes, yes, and I said, I just said to you, like, yeah. you know, it makes you more aware of what is around you. Mm-hmm. You know, there are mm-hmm. places that we visited, we would have had no idea. It's so true. And that's why we were talking about this before we started recording, but like, we're going to be moving away from Danville in a year-ish. And like, I'm just so like... I can be happy anywhere because it's like if you're willing to find the cool things and wherever you are like there's just so much to explore there's so much to like adventure even the littlest thing can become a really cool thing and so it's like it's the point of that being like I don't know where to move because there's so there's much everywhere's to cool see. there's yeah. just so much to see yeah. yeah yeah that's a good place to be in though it is it is it's also kind of you know anxiety full of that but that's fine (laughs) that's for another day to talk about that but um and so moving on like I have a lot of people reach out to me at least and I'm sure you have the same thing where they're just like oh I just could never do that like I don't know how you spend 48 hours outside a day and I'm just like dude if anyone if I can do it you don't understand I'm not an outside person like if I can do this you can do this 
So I'm in, I'm curious to know what your tips are for like a person who's kind of like, I want to do that, but I don't know how, like, so like, how would you, what would I, you say? To honestly, them? I think the first thing is if you want to do it, just shift your mindset to you are an outdoor person. Anyone mm-hmm. can be an outdoor person. Mm-hmm. You can step out your back door and you're an outdoor person. So true. It doesn't have to be, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this big, you know, tomorrow we're going to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Like that doesn't, yes. that's not yeah. what we yeah. have. So a couple things. When we started, um, Matthew, I think, must have just started walking, which is a very difficult age to be outside yes. with kids. Oh, yeah. Um, and going, I'm still not at a place where I feel comfortable going to a lot of like new places by myself. I always prefer there to be another adult for Mm -hmm. safety reasons. And just for, I have three kids and anytime Mm -hmm. you have more than one, one on one is the easiest, obviously. But, um, so knowing that about myself, that Mm -hmm. we probably aren't going to go on grand adventures unless another adult is available. We also made our backyard into a place that we wanted to be in. Yes. And we were very intentional about investing in the things that we needed to make sure we could be comfortable and safe and enjoy. Mm -hmm. So we put up a fence. We have a fun playground, play sets thing. Um, But that was just being very intentional. And I think, you know, where your priorities are, you mm-hmm. can easily make it something that you all can enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. it's just taking that first. It's just like anything else, taking that first step and seeing you can do it. It's just mm-hmm. one step and then the next. And then yes. The next. I think for me, one of the biggest shifts, and this is going to sound silly for people who hike, but like to me, shifting my mindset as to what hiking meant. Right. <laughs> like, because prior to this challenge, in my mind, hiking was like, I've got my backpack right. and my sticks that I'm like hiking <laughs> up this mountain make it out and I'm just like out of breath right. and I'm out of shape and I just want to die because right. it's the worst. <laughs> like, yes. We're like, now it's like hiking is just walking with right. trees next to me. Like that's all it is. Like, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and also I think the shift in like, it doesn't matter if I complete this hike or not. Like what matters is that my kids are exploring and, like, sometimes we complete the hike and other times we don't. Sometimes our hike is literally, like, half a mile. Mm-hmm. And, like, somehow it took three hours right. because they found some tree that they want to climb on. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning is, like, going at their pace. And, like, it's not about a destination. It's about, like, we are just here to be outside. And, yeah. like, that's all it is. And honestly, I've come, you know, from being the expert parent without kids yes. to actually yes. having my own children um whenever i realized that it's really um you know the choice for me to have kids really is not about me at all it's not about me at all like mm. i really find that my job and i'm very happy about this is the facilitator of memories yes and I love their that. childhood is the most important thing to me mm-hmm. because it's such a small period of time yes and whatever i can do to mm-hmm. be uh, you know, I might not always love it. It might mm-hmm. be hard. It might make me, I might, I try to have a good attitude. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, if they are having good memories or these are the things that they remember about our family, that whenever they're older and sitting around a table talking about their childhood, what are the things that I want them to talk about? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a day that they're sitting on their tablet. 
It's oh, not going to be a day even that we're inside probably reading books. I hope my kids remember that we read a lot of books, mm-hmm. but probably that's not going to be what the dining room conversation is going to be about. It's so true. Um, so for I think that that shift in my mindset of be is very empowering, and it's yes. awesome to me as a mom that that gets to be that gets to be my job. That is, I really like that. I'm going to quote you. On okay, that. I am. <laughs> But, and I actually wrote this down too, is like one of the benefits that I've seen in my family is like, you're so right, like just like having these memories that are free to make. Like I don't have to take my kids to Disney World to have memories. Like yes. I literally can like drive five minutes down the road and go into the woods. Yes. And like, and then I, for me, like taking pictures has been huge. It's like now like my kids love going and looking at these pictures that we've taken. And like, it's just this, it's like you said, it's these memories that we're in charge of facilitating. I love that you said that. And like, it's so much easier than I ever thought it was going to be. Like, it sounds like, oh my gosh, a thousand hours outside. And like, once again, to be clear, I'm kind of like you, like I love to take on a challenge. Like for me, tracking these hours is what motivates me. But for other people, that's not motivating and that's fine. But like just going outside has just been this great thing and taking pictures of it is what i was trying to get to. my us. kids love looking back at pictures yes they love it yes. so i'm trying to be better about printing them mm-hmm. or like making you know like chat books or whatever mm-hmm. but i just started chat books they yeah. just love to look through and they'll say oh remember and sometimes they remember things that i don't even remember it was like mm-hmm. their favorite part you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and starting the like having that story time it's mm-hmm. so empowering to kids to be able to tell their story yes. and pictures are very helpful in yes that. i know i it's love so true i love like just seeing them look through the pictures and they're mm-hmm. like oh remember when and you're right it didn't cost us a cent and it what's funny too is and i'll give an example that paints me kind of in a negative light but that's okay so we were going to Bear Creek. I don't know if you've been there yet. No, but, not yet. And I was oh, just... my list now. I was That was the place with the frozen waterfall that I posted. Oh, um, yes. You should go. It's really cool. It's not frozen anymore. I but. know. It was perfect timing <laughs> um, that you were there. But we, I was just in a foul mood that day. I, it was just one of those days where you're just we in a bad mood. Them. And unfortunately, the mom kind of sets the tone for everybody else's mood. So like, and my daughter just like started potty training. So she had to pee every five seconds and we were in the woods and she didn't have a diaper anymore. And I just was like, (sighs) and I just wanted to, I was like about to explode. And then all of a sudden we just like look over and we see this frozen waterfall. (laughs) And like, it was like this physical lifting Mm. of this bad mood on all four of us. And it was just like, look at this cool waterfall. And then we took all these really cool pictures, which I posted on Instagram And, like, now when we look back on that day, we look at those pictures and, like, us being in a grumpy mood, like, I don't even remember that. Right. Like, my kids don't remember that. My husband doesn't remember that. I mean, obviously I do because I just told the story. But, like, they remember that waterfall and they remember how cool it was. And, like, that's the memory that was made. And, like, I think that's just more attesting more to the fact that nature has, like, this ability to, like, lift our spirits. Like, literally literally. lift our spirits because, like... I was on one that day. I don't even remember why, but anyway. It kind of takes the pressure off of us, too, yes. to make everything perfect. And, yes. You know, mm-hmm. and what are we going to see today? It's true. And going back to what you said about investing, like, I feel like I've never been one to invest in, like, gear, kind of like what you said. So this year I was like, I'm going to buy myself hiking boots. 
and I'm going to spend, I'll drop the number, I spent $150 on these shoes, which is the most money I've ever spent on shoes in my entire life. And they're hiking boots. And they're hiking boots. <laughs> <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, well, they'll double as, as snow boots because I didn't own snow boots either. There you go. What's funny is I ended up buying some boots oh. later because they weren't, they didn't work as snow boots. But anyway, but like I have worn these boots almost every single day or at least like five times a week. That's awesome. And I'm yeah. like, this, that was worth the money. Like, and That's I'm going to, and they're going to last forever because I spent a lot of money. Well, in my mind, a lot of money. I know there's more expensive shoes out there, but anyway, oh it's just funny that like, it's, if just do the initial investment and then life is just easier, you know, I'm not saying you have to spend that much money on shoes, but that's just an example, you yeah. know, buy snow pants, buy yeah. a raincoat, you know? Yeah. It's, it is, it does take some of the stress off and make mm-hmm. it seem more doable to mm-hmm. the outside. But even if you are, you know, a fair weather person and you need to have, you know, pretty good weather, there are, t- there's, you know, still plenty of hours oh, to yeah. be outside. Yeah. And I think also giving, putting limits on this is what I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. It also, like you said, it affects your whole family. So if mm-hmm. you're saying mm-hmm. this is what I'm comfortable with and then that's what you're doing, you're all going to have a better time. Versus so true. if you're like, I want to be like this mom I saw on the gram and <laughs> I actually can't do any of that stuff. <laughs> That's so true. You're going to be miserable. They're going to be miserable. And those are not the, that's, you know, so if we all can just say, this is where I'm comfortable and this mm-hmm. is where we're all going to thrive and let's yes. be in that. And then you grow and it expands and gets bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. And mm-hmm. then before you know it, you're hiking eight hours with a backpack and you're hiking sticks. And yeah, yeah. That's funny. You, you mentioned that is because, um, my one of the tips that I wrote down was that like the biggest thing is like if I'm excited about it my kids are gonna be excited about it so it's like it's turned into this thing where it's like okay like what are where are we gonna go that's new this weekend or like are we gonna go re-explore that one place that we thought was really cool or like what does Bear Creek look like in the spring we've seen it in the winter what does it look like in the spring you know and like if I'm excited about it I've noticed like my kids are like oh we're doing something fun yeah kind of like those toy roaching the surprise thing like that same I that same idea and like you kind of set the tone you know yeah it's a a heavy thing to take on to be like we set the tone but it's true Mm -hmm. and i think if we recognize like sometimes i can say to my kids i'm having kind of a bad day i'm kind of grumpy today yeah and that's fine because i'm feeling emotions you feel emotions we all do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they can see you and be like understanding that oh you're a real person too Mm -hmm. and then your kids are like well maybe this would help because you know you're grumpy and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you know my my whole mood shifts whenever my kids are like recognizing that i'm a person i have emotions yeah and they want to love me through it we just don't often give them that chance it's so true the other day i was being grumpy for some reason and my son goes mom i think you're just grumpy because you're tired no (laughs) Because we had just slept on the trampoline all night. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yep, that's what it is. That is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) But how Um, awesome for him that he's understanding mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. that emotion and putting it to, this is probably why. Yes, yes, yes. He must have heard that from somewhere. I don't know, but no. (laughs) Um, So are there any other tips that you feel like you would want to share with getting outside? I feel like we've covered a lot, but I don't know if you had anything else. I just think 
yeah, I think just doing it. Even just being like, okay, we're going to do, we're going to commit to 15 minutes mm-hmm. on this day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever that might look like. Yeah. And like just making it part of your routine, kind of like what you had said. Um, the last thing that I had thought of is like, I feel like, Instagram makes things look a lot easier than they really are, as you know. And so I feel like it's important to note that, like, if you're a person that never goes outside, such as myself four months ago, (laughs) like, getting your kids to go from watching a lot of TV to spending 48 hours a day, that's a huge transition. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I feel like a lot of times my kids would not want to go outside a because it was winter but b just because they wanted to watch tv mm-hmm. and like just force them to do it like i just like no this is something we're gonna do we're gonna do this and like pushing through that initial like pushback always resulted in me forcing them inside you know what yes. i mean like you just get yes. them out there and then most of the time, I won't say every time, but most of the time it ended with them being like, do we have to go inside? I'm not ready yet. And like, well, it is bedtime. You know, like. Right. Yeah. And I think just being willing to like push through some of the difficult transitional period is like important to note that there yeah. is going to be a transition period. At least there was for me. Yeah. Especially, I think, after the year that we've had where mm-hmm. we are relying more on screens. Oh, yes. Whether your yes. kid is virtually schooling or. Mm-hmm you're a stay-at-home mom, or you're working from home now and your kids are at home, Mm -hmm. we just are relying on screens a lot more. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know about you, but I notice if I've watched a show or if Mm -hmm. I've been on my phone too long, I kind of get like a little bit, you know, like my heart might be racing a little bit more. I'm not like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm, you know... I don't even know what the word is that I'm looking for, but I'm not as at peace as if my phone is down, I'm having a conversation with a friend or if I'm outside or, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so our kids are experiencing that same sort of screen overload and they don't, they're not old enough to recognize that this is how their body responds to too much screen time. We yes. know because our childhood, we didn't have those all those screens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but kids growing up now, they don't know before. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. just taking that time and even saying like, oh, like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling so much lighter or I'm feeling yeah. so much happier That's or smart. I feel less um, anxiety because we're mm-hmm. all outside. And it is. It's just a baby step of committing and saying, we're going to do this. We're all going to do this. It's important to do it as a family. And um, seeing where it goes. Yeah. 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 And then bring lots of snacks. Tons of snacks. So many snacks. And definitely water. I've water. never been a snack mom before. Like, I'm always that mom is like, oh, yeah, you just got to wait till lunch. And then they mooch off of other people and right. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but, like... Now we have special hiking snacks and that's been really life changing. Like I'm just like, okay, you only get to eat fruit leather. That's their thing that they pick when we go outside and that's super motivating to them, which, you know, maybe that's not the best way to do it, but it works. No, because like you said, they're going to go out there and eat their fruit leather right away. Yes. Probably. Mine do. And then they're not ready to just turn around and come back in. They're like, what's next? What can we find? What can we Mm -hmm. explore? Mm -hmm. You know, this morning we went to the playground and for the first like 10 minutes, my kids were like, push me on the swing, help me on the monkey bars. 
And mm-hmm. so I just kind of ignored, I did all those things. I helped them, but then yeah. I needed to make a phone call. And so mm-hmm. I ignored them for a little while. And then they were able to like branch out where they didn't need me. And they started to collect all these flowers and grass mm-hmm. and they were making little nests in case birds needed homes. And they, they came might. up with this whole thing on their own. That's cool. And meanwhile, it's an hour and a half has gone by where we should have had lunch and Matthew oh, should have yeah. been taking a nap. But they were so engaged in their play mm-hmm. that none of us wanted to be pulled away. And it was just that initial, you know, taking off the Band-Aid and saying, we're here to play for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm done pushing you for now. Find something to do. And they mm-hmm. do it. They'll find something. They, they you know, do. They do what they need to do. They do. It's, it's impressive that kids, they're a lot more capable than I often realize yeah. of, like, managing their own entertainment yeah entertain themselves i guess is a better way of saying that yeah but anyway i i just really appreciate you being willing to come on and talk about this because like this has been kind of like my little passion that i've come across it's funny that like four months ago i'll just say a year ago a year ago the idea of like being the camping family like in my mind i'm like camping is like a once a year thing and like because my husband really likes to do it and my kids you know and, like, now it's, like, we have so many camping trips planned out. And, like, we're, like, we're planning out our, um, we're planning out our, um, I have my map right here. Our first oh, backpacking awesome. trip. Yes. That's I've awesome. never been backpacking. And I'm just, like, I have never gone backpacking. I would have been that person that's, like, I hate backpacking. That sounds horrible. I never want to do it. And now here I am planning a trip. Oh so I don't know when we're going. That's but awesome. I'm just trying to psych myself up for it first. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. I mean, that's, you know, it's my game. <laughs> it's a mind game. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yes, I just want to thank you for coming on because I just feel like you're the perfect person to talk to this about. Because, like, A, I love talking about the relationship between, like, less toys outside. I think it's totally all related. And just, like, f- giving moms the freedom of, like, not ha- feeling this need to, like, entertain their kids all day. And I think... Because that's where my burnout comes from. Yeah. I was like, what am I going to do with these guys? Like, yeah. oh my gosh. So this has been super freeing. Um, anyway, I know um, that sometimes it can be intimidating to come onto a podcast. So I just really appreciate you oh coming my gosh. on. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I love it. Um, and I guess we will make that a wrap for today. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did... I would highly encourage you to go on to wherever you listen to this podcast, that can be Spotify, that can be Apple Podcasts, or wherever it may be, and leave me a review. Leaving me a review is the best way you can support me, and I really appreciate any feedback that I can get from my listeners. And as always, you can follow along at SheBuildsMeUp on Instagram. Thanks.